It's Tepo Waffle Time! Yay! Okay, Steve, welcome to Tepo Waffle. Welcome to Tepo Waffle 2. No, Tepo Waffle 1. That's oh. the original. Right. Okay, I have a proposal for you that I'm sure, it's, you know, it's the opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I would, I have a school that I will allow you, through my good graces, to invest in. Mm, nice. Is it really nice? I'm, this is probably cutting a little bit too close to the bone for you. <laughs> How many times have you had this? Okay, keep going. All right. Okay. Not only will I allow you to invest in the school, mm-hmm. but I'll allow you to invest in the school for the low, low price of your time, mm-hmm. energy, mm-hmm. Uh, obsession, and emotional well-being. Okay. And zero dollars. Wow. Okay. So, uh, where's this leading me? This is leading you to exactly where you found yourself right now. <laughs> so, I'm suspicious. So, Steve, mm. um, tell me what you've been doing for the last six weeks. I have been teaching grade two kids. Okay. Mm. And I've been teaching grade six kids. Yes. We were teaching in the same primary school. Yeah. And then, actually, for a, about a week, we were co-teaching. For we were both doing grade two. Were, yeah. The irony is, of course, that neither of us are primary school teachers. Nope. But the bigger irony is coming with the answer to this question, which I could possibly make into a more convoluted sentence if I thought about it. I think this is a run-on sentence of a run-on question, actually. How long did it take you between the day when you walked in there going, which room is it? Where? Which wing of the building? How do I find it? Are we... Between uh, that moment, uh-huh. on, which is first day, you're just trying to, you're just getting through the first day and, and figuring it out. Right. And the moment where you went, oh, my, my one slash threes, man, they're so cool. There's this kid in class, and his name's Cowboy. Well, and when I was teaching, oh, someone covered my class. And, and they, they didn't do it properly. They didn't do it properly. And, oh, I don't want to let anyone else take my lesson. Yeah, okay, so... That took how long? The same day. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, no, but I mean, the thing is that, okay, there, there's two things that were happening with me, and I think probably with you as well. The the stress of relearning how to teach. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm an experienced teacher, but I'm a beginner in, in this classroom. Oh, uh, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm a complete beginner. I'm making rookie mistakes. I'm doing the things that I've told people not to do. Yeah. Um, I'm not planning properly. Like, I, I'm teaching a lesson going... Why did you do that? Why didn't you plan to do something? Well, I mean, the thing is that also, when you plan for a group of adult students, the plan looks different. Um, It took me two or three days to get into a a rhythm of how my lesson must run so that the kids are <clears throat> primed before they get before they get to that bit. I'm right. prime them by doing this. Bit, and don't so. open your book before that bit because then they get distracted. And yeah. um, so it took me a couple of days. I reckon if I were to do this job for the next year and into the next year, I I, I reckon I'd be a pretty good primary school teacher. But right now, I'm really not. Um, but, but um, straight away, I, there were kids in my class that I, I, I walked out of that first day and went, that's why people stay in this job, because the kids are just so yeah. cool. Within, um, a, within a day, you know, fine, it, it takes a, quite a long time to get to know your individual kids. Yeah. But within a day, 
I knew each class's personality. Mm. I mean, at the end of my first day, I said something like, oh, man, those six slash ones are insane. Yeah. Uh, in a good way. They, they are insane, but in a very, like, they're challenging and fun and, Boy, well, they're hard work and mm. it's really difficult to control them. But it was my first day there. And I'm just immediately emotionally invested in... My kids, my lessons, the schedule, the, the the how am I going to manage this week so that all the students are on the right track? All right, how so do I keep track of their work. How do I? All right, so staff from this is Teflon Waffle, and we are recreating staff from Waffle. Yeah. Um, when a t- teacher comes into a staff room and says something about their kids, yeah. how do you know from what they're saying whether there are cut out to be a teacher or, or they're making the kinds of they're doing the kinds of things in the classrooms that that raise your heckles about whether they're actually doing the job whether they're the right person for the job or not okay so my number one heckle reason because it's that's an easier it's much easier to see when somebody's doing something wrong than it is right because right is a lot of quite subtle things and subjective as well so, uh, the teacher who walks in and says, that's a bad class, those are bad students, I had to punish those kids, I had to send a kid to the principal, I made a kid stand in the corner, I... I sent that. a kid out, yeah. Yeah. Any teacher who walks in telling me how bad their children are, and sometimes it's, it's the most horrible version of bad is how stupid they are, yeah. That's the one that just... It, that doesn't just raise my happiness. That makes me want to s- slap them and scream at them. That's the number one. So um, that that comes back to that kindergarten cop movie one that only comes back from his first day at work. And says they're, they're monsters. They're monsters, yeah, yeah. And of course they're not because the rest of the movie is him, him falling in love with, with the... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, the, the... On the same line, my number one heckler raiser is... But the kids can't read. <laughs> Maybe we should get a teacher in here. <laughs> they don't know this vocabulary. How am I supposed How to teach this? How am I supposed to teach to them? <laughs> they can't even speak English. And, and the number of times I hear that, it's, it's actually... <laughs> the kids don't know any of these words. Uh, we, we've got somebody in that... In our staff room now, who, but but the kids can't read. Well, teach them. Um, but <laughs> how am I supposed to teach them? They can't read. <laughs> All right, so that's okay. that's my heckle raiser. Yes, good. Okay, so we've got our number one heckle raisers. That that should be a whole new podcast. Welcome to heckle raisers. <laughs> okay, um, but. The the teacher who's doing it right is, is a lot more subtle and, and tricky because <coughs> there's the guy who who says... So this happened a, a few days into being at that school. I was covering a, a class, and another teacher's also teaching that age and those lessons. And I was putting a lesson together, and he said to me, Oh, do you want to borrow my flashcards? I've got some flashcards for this. And he'd made his own pictures to represent things. That immediately, that's a teacher who's doing a good job. Yeah. He's not... Okay, 
he's obviously planning. Mm. That's we know that for a fact. He's obviously doing work at home. He's gone and found his own pictures. The, the, those resources aren't available in that staff room. Right. Um, and not only that, he has obviously planned the week because he knows what lesson is coming up next and which pictures oh. <clears throat> are there for it. And he's obviously um, kept stuff from the previous year because if he's, if he's had pictures made and kept them, that means that he knows what he has made. He's got them filed. He, um, so if he says to you, oh, I've got stuff for that, that means that he already has a, a, a library of things. And well, in this case, the, it really did happen. And he, he'd obviously printed them out that week because they were just plain paper. When you walk into a staff room, uh, I mean, as a manager, as a school manager, if I walk into a staff room and I just look around, there's two teachers slouching over a cup of coffee. Yeah, and there's, there's one teacher with his headphones in looking at YouTube. Right. And there's one teacher cutting up uh, strips of paper. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the, the teacher is cutting up strips of paper or making dice or colouring in a demonstration. No, I want, to, I want to talk about the teacher making dice. Okay, go for it. So another, another one is, this is a real teacher in this school. Mm. She sits opposite me. Uh, she can't really speak much English. She's the Chinese teacher. Um, and we're all so busy that we, there's not a huge amount of interaction going on anyway. But I, every time I look up, um, she's marking the kid's work. But the kid's, kid's work is an oval-shaped uh, postcard that they've made, which she obviously had to you know, design the layout for it, cut them all up, take them to class, do a project out of it, collect them all. You know, she's, she's not just thinking about uh, what do I have to teach today content-wise, I have to teach these 10 words or whatever. She's thinking about how do I apply this language to something, mm. and she's making it real. She's, she's doing something with the language, not just saying do exercise four on page 27 and match A and B together. All right, so these these are ways That's that you can sign. you can look in a staff room and identify, yeah. and listen to teachers talking. How about parents? How do they know when there's a teacher who is worthy? I don't I don't know what the question here is. What? How do you identify a teacher who is a sparkling ray jelly of jelly bean? Jelly bean. Okay, there okay. you go. Sparkling, sparkling ray of jelly, jelly bean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what, Steve? Mm-hmm. When you work that out, tell me. Okay, so in the school, that, in the, school um, <clears throat> the way that parents are supposed to be judging, from what I tell, is, is by the book work. Okay, so the students do the work in the book, the teacher checks the, that the students have done the work in the book and corrects it. Sends the book home, sends the, the book parents home, open parents. the book and go, oh my God, the, the teacher's teaching my student, my child so well. Yeah, or... Oh my God, that teacher's check marks, tick marks look sloppy. Well, well, okay, so that, the parent looks at the, the teacher's work, right? And then he makes a judgment about the teacher based on what's Just in the book. That, so, yeah. so what is there? There's ticks and crosses and... Little and corrections and notes. Corrections and notes and a signature and a stamp maybe and something yeah. like that. There is quite a lot you can tell from that. Um, I mean, sloppy marking does indicate something. Uh, um, a nice neat tick and a little comment at the end in neat handwriting or a star means that the teacher's taken some time and effort some time and effort yes yeah. and and when you've got 180 students how many have you got 
you know, and that's not fair. And mm, there's a there's a jealousy twinge there, oh, right? Man. Yeah, yeah. No, I was jealous. And the thing is that that okay, I've I've been teaching for a longer time than you have, but I know that you're a lot more fun with kids than I'm. I'm a little bit too theoretical and serious, and no. I, I I like kids, and for some reason. Kids and animals like me, and I like kids and animals. I don't know why, Just it's just a thing. Uh, I mean, I think a huge part of the reason, though, why I like those young kids is because I'm definitely not a kid's teacher, and I don't fool myself into thinking that I am a kid's teacher and I can do it well. I'm going in there and doing the best that I can, but I'm... I'm enjoying myself. I'm you, genuinely you're enjoying, enjoying myself. And I think that also when when you were teaching those classes, you weren't trying to control them. You weren't walking in and going, right, they're going to listen to me and do what I tell them. Um, you were going in and um, with a goal, I'm yeah. going to teach them How do parts I... of the face or what, what are the names of the parts of the face or whatever. And you did a whole bunch of activities and then you left. Yeah. The Thai teacher to fix up what was <laughs> <laughs> The chaos and confusion yeah. and fire and but steel. But the kids had a lot of fun with you. And and because you weren't, you were, you know, a lot of new teachers walk in and they judge themselves based on how much they are able to control the classroom. And I understand that. And, and they also, I think a lot of teachers walk in and part of their ego is tied up in their, the externalize, their externalizing perception of themselves and trying to look at themselves and go, does this guy look good? Like, yeah, that's and right. And so they... They're judging themselves through some lens that a teacher judged them through when they were 14. Well, okay, so they're judging themselves. When they were a kid, they were watching their teachers. And then um, in the society that you brought up in, you are told so-and-so's a good teacher because... Yeah. um, Or or maybe you even make those kind of judgments. In so-and-so's class, I'm I'm well-behaved, but in so-and-so's class, I'm not. Therefore... I think you're giving them too much credit. I think the stuff that sticks in our mind as teachers, for most of us, not for everybody, but especially for the new guys who haven't had much time to reflect, first and foremost at the front of their minds are the things that stuck in their minds, and those were often the bad examples. Because you remember that guy who smacked the desk as a ruler and made everyone sit down and shut up and open their books on 17 and do the work or I'm calling your mother and you won't get a cookie. Yeah, but I mean, but the thing is that the concept of I'm a teacher is I stand at the board and and convey these pearls of wisdom to a, a group of students who sit quietly, eagerly lapping them up. You know, I mean, that there's that. So if I walk into the classroom and the kids are not listening to me or I can't control them or something like that, there's something wrong with my teacher gene. Um, yeah. So teachers go into the classroom with the sense that I must control the class first and foremost. Teaching them anything is second. Well, they think that control is equals teaching. Yeah, but I, I find that too. I mean, I'm... I, I'm very aware when there's another teacher in the classroom, I'm very aware of what it is that they must be thinking about with about the job <laughs> that I'm doing. Um, yeah. And every now and again, the teacher sitting in the back marking or whatever will look up and, and watch me. And then I'm... Man, I've been teaching for 30 years. I know what uh, who I am as a teacher. Yeah. But I become hyper-aware of what it is that I'm doing because I'm all oh, and I'm being watched, you know. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I have the exact opposite. 
when the teacher looks up and starts watching me, I go, oh, obviously I'm doing something right here. It's engaging enough that the teacher is paying attention. I always take that as a, a plus. Interesting. That, it's just, that's my perception. Well, you're probably right. I mean, the thing is that if a teacher starts watching what you're doing, it it's engaging, right? Um, yeah. But I, I yeah. Um, and when I do get the class quiet and engaged in something, I get a massive kick out of yeah. the fact that I've, wow, I did it. I got them listening to me or whatever, you know. And if that's something that I'm feeling, then somebody who's just walked in and in their first year. Um, so we've got a couple of first year teachers in our staff room. And classroom management is 90% of their, their conversation. Stress. Yeah. So um, I'm not particularly enjoying working at this school. It's really far from my house. I have to battle traffic. I It's taking up all my free time. I leave way too early. I get home way too late. There's loads and loads of admin. Some of the admin is puerile nonsense. I'm doing it just because somebody decided it had to be done. And I love every classroom minute. And I don't want to leave the school. And don't <laughs> let anyone take my classes. Yeah. And those are my students. And, ooh, wait, ooh, wait. ooh, I can do this thing tomorrow. No, and, and do you, when somebody says, oh, I've just taught that class, or I taught your class yesterday, and they were terrible. Don't you feel oh. a little sense of... Uh... <laughs> so a teacher said that. Yeah, a teacher and, said that and about I was, I was like... Uh, yeah, I told you they were rowdy, man. They've got a lot of energy. And what? that's all I said. Because what I wanted to say was, uh, they're 12. Oh. Well, one of the teachers said to me, oh, I've just taught two slash six, and I, I had to send these four boys out and, and make them wow. sit in silence. And two, they're, they're six. Seven. And, um, well, the thing is that they're my favorite class. They're, they're <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're, they're, they've got personality. Yeah. Um, and... But those, there are kids in there who are, are really very bright. Yeah. Um, so, in my opinion, the problem was not the kids. He was probably trying to be too childish, or he was doing something that the kids already knew. Ooh, not childish enough. Maybe. So, um, a couple of days after that guy covered my class, though, because I also have other jobs. Now, fortunately, I don't have too much other work at the moment, but it's still it's here and there. And so I was off for a day, I went to teach in a university, and I came back the next day, and a teacher walked through and goes, oh, I had your six twos yesterday, man, they're cool, they're so much fun, yeah, and well, that guy great, with yeah. the dead, and, and I, I was, I know it's completely independent of me, but I went, yeah, I was proud <coughs> of my students. Well, I taught one of your classes, um, and I walked out of there going, those are cool kids, but I don't want them. Um, <laughs> they're a lot of work well and there's a big range in differences there, there yeah. were three or four kids who just were completely disengaged you know there was they yeah. couldn't read I mean you know yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've got a whole other podcast topic to talk about numbers versus engagement versus 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 mm. versus but that's a topic for another day no that's a waffle for another teffel that's a tef- that's a topic for another waffle and now it's time, it's time for a word from our sponsor. And our sponsor today is Cane Sticks. Cane Sticks, yes. Sticks. Yeah. Oh, the ones that you, you chew on them, they're kind of sweet, and oh. and then you get to spit out the little bits of fiber, and they get stuck between your teeth. Well, those, those, cane those, sticks, those canes? No, not those cane sticks. Oh. oh, the ones that go on Christmas trees. 
Those are also cane sticks, but no, these are not the cane sticks that sponsored us today. These are the long, thin cane sticks which teachers can use very effectively for whipping. Yeah, and they make this sound. Fuck! Yeah, yeah, yes. they make it. And they hurt um, yep. if you are on the receiving end of them. But teachers are never on the receiving end, so that's okay. You can... <laughs> um, our sponsor would like you to know that as a teacher, you can use these with a relative amount of impunity as long as nobody knows about them. Oh, no. Everybody knows about them. Just don't get filmed. Ooh. That's it. That's the only catch. Don't get um, filmed. Also, the name of our sponsors withheld for private... Personal... No. Um, legal... legal lit- 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 litigationary... <laughs> For we're having indemnity. With, no, we're having for, morphological problems with that word. For for purposes of legality, Payful waffle is proudly brought to you by the non-stop wafflers. Tor and Steve, for any questions, comments, complaints, or queries, you can email tefalwaffle at gmail.com or visit www.tefalwaffle.com.